Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from the brisk autumn air of Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Uh, coming up today, we're going to be talking about uh, why TGIA. It's the thing that we were going to do last time. and We, we, we are, we are get around to it. rescuing our aborted topic. <laughs> uh, as you may have heard last week, we... We diverted from mm, the norm yeah. ever so slightly. That, that was not a, a, a normal show at all, no. No, no. no. It was just no. slightly different. No. We just had a different angle, I feel. And so consequently, <laughs> uh, we, we, um, we, we announced that we were going to be talking about why we do it. Yeah. Why we do TGIA. And then we, we didn't. And, uh, and it's just, it's, I think it's a good topic and one worth us actually talking about. Why are we here, Dan? I hope we don't talk ourselves out of continuing to do it. <laughs> It's possible. That'd be pretty funny. Anything could happen. It's it's. Ooh, stay tuned to yeah. find out if TGIA <laughs> will continue into the future. <laughs> but before uh, that, Frank, tell us a story. Well, um, I have the story of um, prayer in America. Okay, I've heard of that. Prayer, Americans. That's that thing where you talk to God and then he makes main, like wonderful things and amazing things happen in your life. Is that it? Yeah. And it, that's the thing. That's the trouble. Like, why aren't we doing this? Yeah. If it works so well. It's magic. Yeah. Why, why, why are we why not are we doing skipping it? this? Um, so the, the question really is, is what do Americans pray for? Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, what? Well, you know, so of course, you know, th- thank goodness, there's people out there who want who want to know who are you know doing the work. Yeah, there's uh, the the pe- those good folk over at the uh, Lifeway, uh, what is it, research center, mm. um, and uh, they uh, they did a poll of Americans, and uh, turns out that um, people. Uh, Let's see. What is it? They 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 pray for themselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. like you pray yeah. for yourself. You you pray for your needs, um, and uh, y- you pray for um. Where was the one that I really loved? Uh, y- apparently you you pray for good parking. Okay. Good. Um, Excellent. You pray, <clears throat> um, for for people of other faiths or no faith. Oh. Twenty percent of Americans pray for people. Of other faiths. They pray. Oh, Frank, we don't or have no to pray. Faith. Yeah. Somebody's doing it for us. No, well, they're not doing it for us. They're praying for our souls. Yeah. That we might find Jesus. Well, there you but go. But anyways. I mean, that's praying for us. Yeah. They're doing all of our praying for us. We, we don't have to do any of it. Apparently, about <laughs> 5% of Americans pray for uh, someone to get fired or <laughs> for someone's relationship to end. Oh, my God. Which, I mean... I don't know to what end. Like uh, no, it's go- it it's goes because like because they want that person freed up. Right, it goes like this. Dear heavenly father, <laughs> please please help her to see that I would be a better partner for her. Mm-hmm. Please help her to see that he is yeah. not treating her well mm-hmm. and that I am smarter and kinder than he is and mm-hmm. even though he makes more money than I do and he's much handsomer than I am, <laughs> he is still not the right person for her. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Yeah, yeah. Um, five percent also uh, uh, pray for someone else to fail. Um, <laughs> I don't. 
you, they're meddling in the dark arts with this stuff. <laughs> I don't know about that shit, man. That's uh, that's some negative stuff. When asked, "Have you ever prayed for?" Okay, so so in, in general, um, let, let's let's do paint the picture that is really out there. Eighty-two okay. percent uh, typically pray for family or friends. Sure, seventy-four percent for their own problems or difficulties. Okay, um, yeah, forty-two percent for their own sin. Right. Yeah. 38% for people in natural disasters. So, I mean, okay, whatever. Okay, that's what people typically 38%? For. That's all that natural disasters get? Yeah, it's, it's those people over there. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, Jesus Christ. The government will take care of them. Well, the other thing is that God's the one that created the natural disaster in the first place. So you're kind of like this. Like, Clearly he wanted it to happen. Yeah, yeah. So are you really going to pray for those yeah, people? Yeah, exactly. Hey, God, you know that awful thing you did to those people down in Louisiana? Uh, could you help them out now Dear that after God, you did that horrible thing? I, I know that you meant sense. to kill all those people, so I'm just going to leave you to it. Thanks. <laughs> Keep up the good work. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I can tell you what Mormons are praying for. What? They are praying to thank thee for this day. Oh. And thank thee for the prophet. <laughs> and please bless this food that it will nourish and strengthen our bodies. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Mormons have zero, have like one set prayer in their entire canon, except that every pray that, prayer that they pray sounds exactly the same. So they might as well all be set prayers. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and then uh, when asked uh, these these about these things, these are these are uh, have you ever prayed for? Okay. Okay. Uh, 41% say that they have prayed for someone who mistreated them. Oh. Uh, which is that's Jesus' nice. admonition yeah. to pray for your, your enemies and those who've, who've done you wrong. Now, mind you, those prayers, that sounds nice, but those prayers could sound like, please spite, smite Wait, them with your mighty armor. You are and... a cynical son of a bitch today. Uh, believe me. <laughs> those prayers are happening, my friend. Uh, winning the lottery came in at 21%. Okay. Twenty one percent of Americans have at one point prayed to win the lottery. Not in Utah, they have. Twenty uh, percent um, have prayed for success in something that they put almost no effort in. Fifteen <laughs> um, percent, uh, no one to find out about a bad thing you've done. Oh my God! Please don't let them find out. Oh my that God! I awful thing. Yeah. Please. <laughs> I wonder what the what the number one bad thing that you've done that you don't that people don't want others to find out about is. Because it's not like it's murder. I don't know. Maybe it is. Well, in some cases, yeah. But I would imagine that in I, most cases, it's we've something. worked this out, Lord. Yeah. I know I killed him. And that's wrong. But we've worked it out. We've worked I feel it like out. you still love me. Yeah, I Please don't let the cops find me. <laughs> you, I repented. <laughs> you know, I repented in my heart. <laughs> Uh, 14% have, uh, prayed for, uh, God to avenge someone who hurt them <laughs> yeah, okay. or a loved one. See, see, I told um, you. 13% have, have, uh, prayed for their favorite team to win a game. Well, obviously. Um, 9% have, uh, prayed for bad things to happen to a bad person. <laughs> uh, 7% have prayed to find a good parking spot. I'll tell you what, the bad things happening to bad people thing, that's gotta be one of the most frustrating things about being a believer because mm. as an atheist i see good things happening to bad people and bad things happening to good people all the time and i right. just go 
that's the way that this crazy fucked up world works. Right. But they have this whole, like, no, it's all supposed to work out, and God's there to punish the bad and to lift up the good, and it just doesn't happen that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 7% have prayed to not get a speeding ticket. Okay. Uh, which makes sense. Yeah. And this is the this is this one's amazing. This is where we'll end it. Five percent have pre- have prayed for success in something that they knew wouldn't please God. <laughs> yes. Oh God, please let me fuck her. <laughs> oh, that I know it's wrong. I know. I know, I know look, it's wrong. Look, I you know you've got rules. One favor. I you know you've got rules one. against this, but <laughs> oh my God, you made her that way for a reason. <laughs> come on <laughs> oh my god that's so funny prayer is fucked up yeah we, i mean when it's this kind of prayer i've always right. said this that is not it, meditation this right. is not it's you know, intercessionary prayer exactly. that's the problem yeah. it is complete it is a logical fallacy mm-hmm. to believe in an omnipotent god who has a plan for everything right and then to pray for him to change that plan right yeah. That is a logical fallacy. And every time I point that out to a believer, they go, oh, yeah. And I go, so are you going to stop praying? Well, no. Because <laughs> the Lord asked me to pray. Right. And I and I don't I don't begrudge them like praying like just as a meditative sort of thing or sure. as, a, as a connective. You know, I need to connect with God. So, God, thanks for everything. You know. Right. Whatever. Thank you. Thank you. Thank is you. Okay. But God, please intercede in this thing. No, please. That it not doesn't. So good. It's not going to work. Thank you. Good. Please, please not, not good. good. Right. Yeah. yeah. But they don't ever stop. Bless this food. Sure. Uh, no. 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 Why? He's already either going to. You're already that, your mother, who is a terrible cook, made right. it. Yeah. Exactly. If you get sick, that's that's on her. That's yeah. not God. No. He can't save you from her cooking. Well, he can, but he won't. How do we know? Because <laughs> people get botulism all the time from stuff that they've prayed over. <laughs> yep. You know, everybody should be an atheist if they just sat and thought about it for like 15 minutes. Like, wait a minute. We can't be sick. We prayed over this food. Yeah. What good has it ever done us? How I have diarrhea. I prayed over this food. Yeah. I should be totally fine my entire trip to the, to Asia. I yeah. shouldn't have to get a single shot because no. I prayed over all of it. Yeah. I prayed every day. I prayed like over little, every meal. A little prayer bubble, you know, yellow fever, whatever it is. Wah, 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 keep, it, wah, wah, keep it away. Keep it away. It's like a prayer force field. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. You can't do anything <laughs> to me. I, I've been praying like a motherfucker. Yeah. You can't do anything. Yeah. Well, I'm going to move us to Arkansas, specifically uh-huh. Arkansas State University. Where uh, there's been a bit of a kerfuffle, uh, the the football team of Arkansas State University uh, had a bit of a tragedy. Um, apparently, there was a, uh, a an accident, a car accident, mm-hmm. uh, in which uh, they they lost. Oh wait, yeah, there was a car crash in which they lost one player. Oh no, um, he was killed in June. Oh. And another, uh, and and a, uh, I guess he wasn't a player. the The guy in the car crash was was an equipment manager. A player was actually gunned down in Tennessee in January. Oh, uh, not related to the 
to the automobile accident. No. A di- yeah, the, the, there are two different incidents, but they both affected this team. Okay. So okay, the, gotcha. the okay. team decided to uh, to put a tribute to these two men on their helmets okay. in the form of a cross with their initials on it. Okay. Uh, no, not okay. Uh, this is a state school. So... Oh, now here's no. the thing. I'm uh, I'm I'm at I'm of two minds on this one. Okay. But uh the uh the the word came down from above from uh the uh so so the the university athletic director said that he was 100% behind the the the, the placement of the cross or okay. something. The legal department uh the the university's legal counsel said uh-uh uh, you you have to take those off. Uh, oh no! She said, "While we could argue that the cross uh, with the initials of the fallen student and trainer was mere, w- merely memorialized their passing, the symbol that we have authorized that we have authorized to convey that message is a Christian cross." Oh boy! So she said, <clears throat> "Either you have to take them off, or you have to convert the cross. Just modify it slightly so that it looks like a plus sign." Well, but is that the the Greek cross? Is a is a plus sign? No, Which one? there's a the Greek cross has like the two things. I think oh. the two crossbars. Oh, yeah, okay. There's one though that I thought that is basically just a plus sign. Yeah, I don't know, hmm. but at the very least, a plus sign could be argued to not be religious. You could argue that. Whereas there's no it's about there, math. There, there's no there's no they way both, that they were <laughs> both amazing mathematicians. They were. They were. You should have seen how they. Uh, calculated their plays and whatnot <laughs> um so yeah i mean the, the the thing is that this is a uh a clear violation of the uh of, of the fir- of the constitutional protections of church and state separation absolutely all right cool so they did that now i now and then what other well, have been backlash well obviously i mean like nah. you know the uh the the whole world is flipping out and <laughs> Every you know, all the Christians are. This is again. This is this is uh you know. This is how the Christians justify their how persecuted they are, sort of thing. They are, they are. So um, I can't. I actually. No, nah, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say I can't. I can't wait for the day when they actually are persecuted <laughs> in this country. The last, yeah, but I don't. I don't. No, we don't want them persecuted. We just want them to stop. We just want them to go away. Just shoo 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 shoo. We want them to be. Um, yeah, yeah. The Fufurf, of course, was involved in this whole thing. I think they sent a letter. Uh, of course they were. Of course. I mean, Damn. they're doing good they work. Are, the truth they is, they're on it. The they truth- are on it. That's the amazing thing. <laughs> you can't put a cross on a helmet in Missouri, was it? In Arkansas. Arkansas, and the Fufurf doesn't notice. Yeah, that's impressive. They they got their feelers out. Wow. Good and I good and good I support them. I just you know this kind of thing. I feel bad because while while it's correct that they shouldn't be putting crosses on their yeah. helmets, I get it. But see, the next their time their friends die. Yeah, but next time there'll be a coach and a bunch of people just who know that right. hey, you know, we don't do that. What what? Right? And it's bullshit. Let's, they can even say it's bullshit. I don't care. But we don't do that because we'll get in trouble. They shouldn't even say that because but they shouldn't say that. What they're saying right. for a generation, they will say that. Right. But what I'm saying is, what they should be saying is, hey, I see that you guys want to memorialize your buddies. That's great. Let's just put their initials on your helmets. Yeah. Done. Circles. Put, put a put a black armband on your on your arm. Yeah. 
Done. Stars. They could do little stars even. Six pointed they were stars of David. No, they were superstars. <laughs> I think stars might mean something else. Really? Yeah. Well, in I mean, it turns into the like... Dallas Cowboys all of a sudden. Oh. <laughs> I don't know anything about that shit, so I don't know. <laughs> anyway. All right. So there you go. Well, They're the the guardians of church and state separation still yeah. uh, still in play. Yeah. Well, and uh, my my next story is actually about uh, those same guardians mm. of church state separation um, who uh, wanted to run uh, an an ad, a television ad on CBS mm. uh, featuring Ron Reagan. Oh right. Yes. And yes. CBS said no. Oh, uh, they initially uh, Fifurf wanted to uh, run it uh, during sixty minutes, and CBS said no. And they were like, "Well, can we air it at any old time of the day on anything?" And they're like, "No." What? Uh, and so um, the statement um, from uh, the the uh, uh, Fifurf uh -huh. says. Um, it appears that if a public figure makes a simple declarative statement in support of church-state separation, furfurf and atheism, it's too hot to handle for CBS, mm. said furfurf uh, co-president Annie Laurie Gaylor. Mm. Uh, it seems that excess gas, erectile dysfunction, and other intimate bodily functions, not to mention ads wherein political candidates viciously attack each other, are acceptable. But yeah. the plain-spoken, witty, slightly irreverent remarks of a well-known figure identifying as atheist are too much for the delicate sensibilities of CBS's censors. Now, is this the same video that he put out? He, he I put can out... play it right now. Well, okay. Let's do it. Hi, I'm Ron Reagan, an unabashed atheist, and I'm alarmed by the intrusions of religion into our secular government. That's why I'm asking you to support the Freedom From Religion Foundation, the nation's largest and most effective association of atheists and agnostics, working to keep state and church separate, just like our founding fathers intended. Please support the Freedom From Religion Foundation. Ron Reagan, lifelong atheist, not afraid of burning in hell. Well, there you go. There you have it. He said hell. He said hell. And I'm pretty sure CBS <laughs> doesn't allow that. They don't. They know nothing you cannot say hell uh, in considering the the high quality of their programming in general and you can't use the word reagan and atheist in the same <laughs> sentence and half the word or half the name ronald right exactly <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the problem yeah, yeah people might find out yeah and then it besmirches the legacy of the most beloved of all of the ever anyone's ever <laughs> On the right. Uh, yeah, so... Um, but w what's interesting is, of course, that uh, this ad has aired on Comedy Central, uh, mm. which is owned by uh, Viacom. Yeah. If I remember the, her, her, everything correctly, they're all owned by the same people. I don't know if they're still called Viacom. That might be a, a throwback. No, I think you're right. But, um, I don't know. But Comedy Central and CBS are, um, yeah, part of the same corporate family. Right. And so they got away with it on CBS, but not on the old, not on, not, not on or no, they got CBS? away yeah. Or they got away with it on Comedy, on Comedy Central, 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 but not on CBS. I'm but pretty sure I'm pretty sure by the way, the parent company of every corporation in America, eventually if you tra track it back far enough, is Kraft Foods. <laughs> I'm like 90% sure that they're all owned by Kraft. 
I don't think that's true. I think I think you haven't you haven't dug deep I haven't, enough. I haven't gone far enough back. You haven't gone down the rabbit hole far enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, could be. I mean, it is possible. <laughs> um, they do need to sell some macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Exactly. So, so it's natural to buy all of the television stations that exist. <laughs> anyway, at least one of them is Procter and Gamble. <laughs> well, because they need to sell some soap. That's tr- that's true. And uh, and also, uh, but I think Prop- Prop- Procter and Gamble is also owned by Kraft Foods. Oh, really? I didn't know that. They're all owned by Kraft Foods. Oh, wow, that's they're huge, bigger yeah. than I thought. Yeah. actually, I knew they were big, but that's that's impressive. All right, uh, I'm going to move on to uh, Oklahoma. Your your old Woo! stomping grounds. Uh, for yeah, you might not cheer quite as loudly. Um, this is this is more Oklahoma. We remember more from uh, from last year's or yeah, last year ish. They're uh, they're big. They had a big uh, tornado there, didn't mm. they? I, it's a safe bet. Yeah, they did. I remember that. Anyway, uh, so here we are in more Oklahoma. And yeah. uh, there's been a, a tragedy. I don't know if you read about this. A lot of people probably have seen something about this. Um, a rather deranged man uh, going by the name of Nolan. What's his name? Uh, Alton Alexander Nolan. Okay. 30-year-old man uh, who was recently laid off from a job at uh, at a food processing plant. Okay. Uh, apparently went stomping back in uh oh. and with a knife murdered two of his former co-workers pe- people he apparently didn't actually work directly with with a knife with a knife holy crap beheading one of them holy crap right yeah what yes he uh, he killed and beheaded uh, beheaded one of his co-workers i don't think he could you can't behead that many people with a knife before you get caught I don't think you can get through too many beheadings. So he only got the head yeah. off of one of them. But Oh, my God. Uh, the, you know, 911 was called. He was eventually stopped, I think, by a vice president of the company, who was also a, uh, a former police officer. Oh, my God. Um, he was shot. He is alive and, uh, and, and recovering. Okay. Uh, having Why been are you shot. telling us this horrid story? Well, here's the deal. Um, one aspect of the story is that the man is Muslim and had been trying to... Con- convince uh fellow co-workers to convert to islam <laughs> now okay. this has raised uh red flags for a lot of a lot of news outlets have been going uh terrorist but apparently oh. there are no terrorist connections and i buy that completely this does not strike me as a directed terrorist attack this is clearly the work of a deranged man with a knife with a knife but here's what I he, the reason that I thought this was worth bringing up okay. is because, uh, you know, I, I and I was made aware of this on, from some online forum, and people were debating back and forth: is this religious? Is this religiously motivated? Is it? Is, you know, was it re- religious in nature, or was it just the work of a lunatic? Or blah blah blah. Right. And it was an it was a really interesting uh, discussion. What I've come to is. I, I don't think that religion is is responsible for this attack. Okay. However, I don't think it would. I think religion, especially, I mean, not any religion can really do this, but Islam is uh, uh, in a particular place in history. 
where it's particularly good at creating a framework wherein heinous acts like this can be religiously justified. Mm, okay. Especially by a mind that is not quite firing on, on all its cylinders. Right, right, right. So so what I'm getting at is that I, I don't think we can lay the responsibility of this act on religion, but we can say that I think it's pretty easy to say that religion itself, uh, re- religion creates a place in a person's mind where murder is acceptable or where, you know, where attacking people uh, like this can be okay. Hmm. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like you and I, if we were raising children. I think, we, I think we've... I think we've mentioned, we've kind of talked about that kind of stuff before. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I have, I don't think it has to be pinned so quickly and so easily on religion. Right. Because they're, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's, Although and that's what you're saying. I mean, is, yeah. I mean, the thing is, the thing is that right now we have, a, we have several other examples of beheadings, of recent beheadings. Uh-huh. They're all at the hands of Muslims. Right. At this moment in history. Right. And it becomes this alarming sort of like, what the fuck is happening in Islam? Well, I mean... But they're not happening in the U.S. Sure, no. But I mean, it's still it's, it's still is, like it's, this. It's clearly a strange thing to happen in the United States, and it's shocking. And it's a very different s- set of circumstances, too. It like, is. Like, um, I mean, I can't... I, I'm really... The, the, the horror of it is... is it's pretty shocking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that by, that we've been desensitized to the whole shooting thing. Right. Yeah. You somewhat. know, to, to a certain extent that like if he'd gone into that, you know, to his old place of employment and had shot it up, killing a, you know, a couple people. Right. We, we would all go, Oh wow. Oh yeah. And oh, they might tragic. pin it onto a Muslim, you know, the whole Islam thing. They, they might, they could still do all that stuff. But the the attention that 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 you know stabbing people to death and cutting off someone's head that that gets yeah I mean because my ears perk up and I go what yeah are you kidding me yeah it's crazy that is insanity yeah is that a thing in Islam <laughs> is beheading a thing like I don't. You know, I haven't read the Quran, so I I wouldn't I I it's don't. Now, it really does raise the question of why are they beheading these guys on on, on the, the captured journalists? And right. Whatnot? You know, it it occurs to me that it must be there somewhere. Must be a thing. It must be a thing. I mean, there's always like a sword. Whenever you do like a Knights of Arabia type thing, there's always like a sword, yeah, along with a horse and a you know, yeah, funky dome and a minaret. You know, yeah. I th- I think it, I think there's got to be something to it. Huh. I don't know. Interesting. I, we can't really talk intelligently about that, though, because I, I we will, haven't read the book. I will say this. Yeah? That your story might explain my story. Okay. This is completely unplanned. That's... This is legit. Um, I'm just going to read the, the headline. Okay. Arkansas shooting range declares itself a Muslim-free zone. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're going to be able to get away with that. Uh in her announcement uh, that she would no longer be uh, allowing Muslims to shoot in her est- shooting establishment, uh-huh. um, uh, the, the, the owner of the shooting range, Jan Morgan, says, this is not a coffee and donut shop. 
This is a live fire indoor shooting range. People come here to buy, rent, and shoot lethal weapons. In the range, people are shooting guns in close proximity to each other. So my patrons depend on me and my discretion regarding who I allow to shoot beside them. Oh. A totally different light than I thought this whole thing was going to (laughs) go. I don't, I actually, just because we didn't plan this, I don't know if this happened after um, your beheading or not. But boy, it, it, it definitely makes it read differently. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh I don't know. I I think I, obviously uh there are some legal issues. Oh, with, she can't. Yeah. With doing this? She she can't. You're not allowed to do that. You're not right. allowed to to say that you know, someone of a certain religion a, can a business that's open to the public, you can't right. discriminate based on Yeah, next they're not going to be allowing all those gays that want to go shooting. I love shooting. <laughs> No, I you know, I it, it does bring up some interesting things though. I mean, I think I think our US gun culture needs to be challenged uh pretty strongly and it's not it's it's a very difficult thing to challenge. Yeah. And the problem is that all of the ideas I I come up with clever ideas all the time. As you know, I'm a very clever man. Mm. Uh and one of the clever ideas that I the, the problem is that the clever ideas that I keep thinking of for challenging the US gun culture um, are ideas not dissimilar in my mind to the satanic temple people challenging, uh, you know, people's ideas of, you know, putting Christianity into schools by putting Satanism into schools or, you know, challenging the idea of putting the Ten Commandments at the courthouse by putting Satan at the courthouse. What it does is it shows the hypocrisy of, of, of one side, you know, how they they only want the rights for themselves, not for everybody else. Right. So my thought was, so my thought about gun culture is, we'll just show how hypocritical they are, because if black men were open carrying all over the U.S., or if Muslim men were open carrying all over the U.S., it would make everybody freak the hell out. Yeah. So that's a great idea, except they'll get fucking shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't do it. Bla- a black man a could idea. not open carry in the United States because he would just get killed. Yeah. By the people that are supposed to be protecting us. Yeah. By the by you know, by the cops. So I so so much for my cleverness. Yeah, that's it's not clever. It's actually a really bad idea. It's a terrible terrible <laughs> idea. And if there are any African American men listening to this, please don't carry any guns or anything that looks like guns because apparently I'm, I'm pretty sure they already know that, Dan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, just don't get any clever ideas. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. It, it's 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 tricky. It's dicey. I don't I don't know how you you counteract it. Um, at this point. Yeah. Um, considering that gun owners believe that they have God given rights to their guns. So don't they ever? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, she, w- she does go on and she blamed the owner of this gun range. She goes on and blames, um, uh, Islam's, uh, uh, merging of political, legal and religious ideologies, um, into sort of this idea of the nation of Islam mm. and that, uh, we should not be, the, the, the U S constitution does not protect a theocracy. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So there you go. So take that for <laughs> whatever it's worth. Right. Indeed. So uh, moving right along, I just wanted, I, I wanted, I was, I was made aware this week of a thing that I, I had no idea this existed. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Call it a social experiment. Call it a, uh, I don't know what to call it. Uh, the owner, uh, the founder of Domino's Pizza, okay, one Tom Monahan. Uh, did you know that he tried to create a theocratic little city in Florida? <laughs> no, what? He basically, he, uh, a devout uh, Roman Catholic, uh huh, um, and and activist, create decided that he was going to try to build a. Uh, a small city called Ave Maria, Florida. Oh, that's cute. You and I missed an opportunity when we were in the South. We needed to go to this. We, well, may, we may have to go there now. Yeah. It is a... it. The idea was... So basically, uh, somehow the story is that, that this, this sort of company uh, that he was set up this, was going to start a community... In Florida, they submitted a charter to then Governor to Jeb Bush. Is he still Governor of Florida? I don't think he is. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, who who gave them a charter to start this community in the middle of nowhere? Um, and in it, he put uh, he he put this big grand cathedral, sort of. Mm. Well, the, it's now called a quasi parish. It's the Ave Maria Oratory, and it's actually quite lovely. It's not actually a a Catholic parish because it's owned privately. Um, But it's really actually, the architecture is quite lovely. okay. And he put an Ave Maria University he was starting. But the whole idea, hidden behind all of this, like, just sort of boring sort of city planning stuff and all of this, was to create a city where no one... Where they had control over everything, no one would could sell porn. No one could sell liquor. No one could do. I mean, basically, it was to create, well, Provo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, already, but that, not really. That already exists. But worse, like this was going to be, like, the Catholic Shangri La. Oh, where no, where no one, you know, no spitting and no swearing. Everybody was going to be oh. good and Catholic. Oh, that's going to hold up. That'll work. Yeah, it's kind of failed, unfortunately. How? Uh, Is it just crime-ridden? No, nobody's there. Nobody it's, wanted to go be Catholic in it, some Catholic haven? It's kind of... I, I, it, I can't figure I out exactly what happened, but I, all of this was started in... Um, what was it? Uh, pl- uh, founded in 2005, and it's still just sitting there. But a lot of buildings have been built. A lot of uh, yeah. a lot of stuff's been, but it's kind of like this Catholic ghost town. Utopian okay. efforts f- rarely work. Oh no, they yeah they they don't work. <laughs> but man, that's interesting. I really kind of do want to go there at some point. Huh. It's in the middle of nowhere. Like where nowhere? Let me let me let me pull up the uh, the old Google Maps. It's down in the south, okay, um, near Naples, Florida, oh. which is. Uh, which is sort of directly across uh, Florida from Fort Lauderdale. Mm. 
Lovely place. So on the uh on the sort of yeah, it's just in the middle of nothing. Huh. Uh not too far from the Everglades. I'm surprised it didn't work. <laughs> I just really want to go. Anyway, uh yeah, it's fascinating. Huh. It's uh but yeah, so you know, as you eat your pizza, make sure you uh you say your your Hail Marys over it. <laughs> Hail pizza, full of cheese. Hopefully, uh, and support support a little town. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe if we all eat enough pizza, a portion of the proceeds of this pizza go to building a Catholic town in go Florida. Go to building building the creepiest city <laughs> of of them all. All right. Well, if you'd like to chime in on anything that you've heard today, uh, you can uh, do so. Our email address is podcast at thinkgodimatheist.com. We'd it- love to hear. What you have to say? It is indeed. If we, if you want us to actually hear what you have to say, uh, instead of reading it, you can send us a voicemail. You, you do that by calling 424-666-8442, which is TGIA. And of course, there is the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and the Twitter feed at Atheist as well. Yep. All right. Um, well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, this is... Um, a, uh, a, 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 a Christian broadcaster of some sort. Yeah, what's Who his is name? He? I forget his name. Who is this? I had it pulled up, person? but then I gave it to you, and now you have it pulled up. But uh, Will Wiles. Wiles. Rick Wiles. It's a it's a mm, good porn name too. Ooh, hey, hey, hey Rick, I'm Wiles. Rick Wiles. <laughs> and I've got something to say about Ebola. You know this Ebola epidemic could become a global pandemic and that's another name for plague it may be the great attitude adjustment that i believe is coming ebola could solve america's problems with atheism homosexuality sexual promiscuity pornography and abortion if ebola becomes a global plague you better make sure the blood of jesus is upon you you better make sure you've been marked by the angels so that you're protected by God. If not, you may be a candidate to meet the Grim Reaper. Ooh. Now, wait. If you're marked by the angels, is that the same as being marked by, like, a Doberman? Yeah, they just come and lift their, <laughs> just their leg. They just pee on you. Yeah. Lift their wing on you. Or Yeah, exactly. They hover over you as they're mm-hmm. singing in their choir yeah. and then... You're marked by the angels. Well, a little known fact about angels is they don't have sphincters. Oh. They're, they're anal sphincters. It just, it just comes straight they're out. just like birds. Yeah. yeah. Ang- just, well, they have the wings. Yeah. It makes sense that they would have the rest. It's like a bird. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I mean, hey, Ebola, it's going to cure uh, the country of all of us, essentially. Yeah, the, the apparently uh, atheist gay people... And according to the sluts, did he actually say sluts? He said promiscuous uh, promiscuity. promiscuity. He said he said yeah. porn and and yeah. Uh, yeah yeah. So so yeah, you you and I are both going, but you'll get it first because you're you're more of those things than I am because I'm not gay. Well, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, you, you'll we'll all get it. You'll just you'll just die first. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, it's, th- it's gonna happen. You know. <laughs> it this- is. Because Lord am, knows there's never been a Christian that's been affected by Ebola. Yeah. The good Christians, the ones who are 
you know, bathed in the blood of Christ or whatever, those guys have all come out just perfectly safe. Impermeable. Yeah. No, it, it just can't get through. It cannot. It's that prayer, prayer bubble again. It's that prayer bubble again. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that little uh, that little virus can't get through that. I will say this. I'm not I'm not worried about Ebola. Oh, no. But I am really surprised it's gotten as far as it as it has um really yeah i kind of oh. am that it has continued to be a problem in western west africa yeah like i mean it's it just seems like for a virus that you know is is difficult to contract yeah it's pretty amazing how how far it's gotten yeah i think i think for me the problem is uh yeah and the reason why it's i'm the, not afraid of it the little virus that could it is <laughs> So, what a go-getter that virus is. <laughs> For me, the the reason that I'm not afraid of it, like you know, the conservative news networks have been making such a big deal out of it, out of this case that that land that came to Texas or whatever. Yeah, and uh, and you know, you better watch out because it's going to be a an epidemic, a pandemic, a yeah, a plague. <sighs> but it's not because we in the United States of America aren't afraid and distrustful of medical facilities and we're not you know we have enough doctors to go around and yeah. all of the things that are problems in africa right uh, are not problems here no yeah, no. so yeah, yeah. um but a know, few a few people are going to get sick yeah yeah a, couple, pe- a couple, couple people are going to get sick before it's it's before, all shut down yeah exactly that's true but yeah it's easy i mean if if you have ebola uh by the way our listeners Dear listeners, dear listeners, if if you contract the Ebola virus, please go to a hospital uh, immediately, right away. I trust our listeners to go. Yes, yes, they're all very, very, very intelligent, smart. not fearful of medicine. Right. Although yeah. some of our friends would probably try a cleanse first. Some of our friends, <laughs> yeah. Some, some of yeah. our friends would I know, probably. I know go. people who would drink a ton of kombucha first. <laughs> God and, damn it! And just be like, okay. I'm pretty I'm, sure that this, in combination with my acupuncture, is totally going to get rid of it. <laughs> I don't trust modern. I don't trust Western medicine. No, I I need a acupuncture, some massage. Right, going to massage it out of me. Reiki. It needs some Reiki healing. Yeah, some energy healing. Right. Don't yeah. They like put their hands, like hover their hands. They hover their hands over you. It's not it, massages are so like ten years ago. Now it's massaging without getting touched. It's Reiki. <laughs> Uh, well, actually, what it is, it's, uh, and I just, this is a dear, dear, dear friend, and I'm, so I'm not making fun of him at all for this, but he, uh, uh, it's, it's amazing, though. He, uh, he goes to a massage therapist therapist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Meaning, wait, meaning he's getting a therapy, like There's he's, a therapy he's session. doing, like, cognitive therapy or, like, talk uh-huh. therapy. Uh-huh. While he's getting massaged, uh-huh, yeah, I'm not sure if that's the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever heard or the most brilliant thing I've I ever know, heard. Right? Like that's the thing. Like easy to like kind of laugh at, but then at the same time you're like, well, wait a second, wait, hang on. <laughs> but that 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 definitely goes into that whole. It changes the dynamic a lot. I'll say that. <laughs> it changes everything now, about now I will <laughs> add this detail. Yeah. Which is I don't think that this is like a licensed therapist. Oh, well that's a problem. <laughs> and I and I, I would imagine I think it's more that it's of a not. healer type of yeah. some sort. I would imagine not, because I think that but probably it's still a, 
this person, you know, buys into yeah. that, that, that sort of stuff that we would dismiss as just being way too woo-woo. Oh, okay. And so, but it, it works for him. Yeah. He, he's, he's seeking out help, and this is where he's finding it. I've heard some of the advice that was given. Yeah, if you're, you're, you're getting a massage, just giving you some advice, go for it. I, you know what I've just come up with? What? Not massage therapy, just regular therapy, but with a happy ending. But <laughs> what about that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. All right. Get over here. Get over here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Our session's done. Um, please drop your pants. <laughs> all right. We are, we are going to quickly move on now to yes. some emails and well, some we wanna, voicemails. We yeah, want to first play um, at least well, the first one that we want to play is from Mackenzie. Our, our, our dearly beloved Mackenzie. Yeah. Um, and so here we go. Hello, Franklin and Daniel. It's Mackenzie. I just wanted to call and say congratulations on making the big 150 episode. Um, I just want to thank you guys for being great examples in the atheist community, providing us with great discussions and some really great laughter. Um, you guys make my day um, on a weekly basis, and I'm glad that I can now be a part of TGIA, and I would like to also thank the TGIA community for their input and sense of community. You guys are a great group, and we hope to see this go to another 150 more. So cheers. Have a great day, guys. Well, that's wonderful. Thanks, Mac. Now, I, I need to apologize to Mackenzie. Oh, we need to. Yes, um, because, um, dear listener, you probably didn't buy into the hoax of last week that we that we hadn't arranged you're giving it away <laughs> you're giving it away that we had not arranged to have to, to call those people they didn't know exactly what was going on they but didn't they, know but they, we, they we, knew to be on standby for well, a phone some call. of them we tried we tried to like send out a text that was just like hey if you get a call from a number you don't understand answer right. it right well Mackenzie um couldn't it just didn't work with her schedule right. for when we were doing it. And so I said, well, hey, why don't you send us a voicemail and we'll play it on the show? Yeah. And she did. And we didn't. And that's all on me. So yeah. I'm sorry, Mackenzie. But we played it now. Yeah. It was a ruse, people. <laughs> it was all a ruse. What was not a ruse was how drunk we were. That was definitely not a ruse. And so forgetting <laughs> an important detail, uh, that, that just is par for the course. Yeah, I think that's, so. I think that's pretty... Uh, and then we have some more uh, well wishes. Um, uh, this one from a longtime listener. Hey, Frank and Dan, Dan and Frank, it is totally sober pony. Yes, I wanted to congratulate you gentlemen on surviving your 150th episode without, you know, needing a liver transplant or anything. I will admit I had a great time, and I can't blame you guys for anything. Even though I was out running deliveries in the company van and Almost drove off the road, you know, four times. I actually held it together, fortunately. So congratulations. I'm a little upset you didn't call me, but, you know, that's okay. I can understand you were drunk. You, you didn't exactly figure out that you should do that, but that's all right. Meantime, congratulations, seriously. And my hopes for you guys for another 150 and then some years, in this case, not episodes. Take care of yourselves. And, of course... Happy birthday. God save the queen. Till next time. Oh, sparkle darkle. <laughs> uh, thanks, pony. 
<laughs> we appreciate that. Uh, and you're right. It was a horrible oversight on our part not yeah. to have called you. Sorry. Um, but that's okay, because you, you sound drunk every time we call you call us. So that's, <laughs> that's kidding. That's I'm just joking. Uh, um, and then uh, I just want to play this one. Okay. It's all for me, but I want it. Okay. I'm play it. Just wanted to wish you a happy belated birthday. And I actually made it through the drunk podcast, and you kept me smiling all the way to work. And rest assured, I won't withdraw my meager support. You guys did a great job. This is Janet. Oh, thanks, Janet. Thanks, Janet. <laughs> yeah, it was your birthday last week. It was. Did you have a happy birthday? I did have a happy birthday. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, we went bowling. Went bowling. Got some burgers. Sure. Uh, and uh, and and drank some beer. And drank more. Continued to drink. Because what you and I needed that day was more alcohol. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. that was fun. We we got a lot of feedback on on last week's episode. We did. Um, it, we it was a first for us to be drunk on the show. Be drunk. Yeah. Um, we we've we have had some champagne, but that didn't that doesn't do much. Anyway, make us drunk, not like um, this stuff. Does. No, so uh, so I'll read a couple of things. Um, we had a couple of people write to us, and then uh, and and they're also new donors. So I'm just going to thank oh. them and 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 read their stuff. Not a bad idea to donate to us if you want to get your your <laughs> email on the show. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not actually making that guarantee. At all, nor am I requiring it of anyone. So please all just know that. Um, <laughs> hi, Frank and Dan. I'm listening to your podcast, Can of Worms. Mm. Oh, I, oh, you know what? This one's not about the... La- I switched them. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm actually going to read Megan's first, and then I'll get back to Chris's. Okay. So Megan says, Frank and Dan, I'm glad you let go and allowed us to see a different side of you. I found your drunk episode delightfully entertaining and fun. With respect and gratitude. Megan. Thanks, Megan. We had a lot of people write in. Most of you were pretty happy with us drunk. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but there you go. I'm glad. Um, we had one guy write in, <laughs> and the entirety of his message... Oh, can I find him in time? The entirety of his message was just, uh, more wife, less gin. I thought that was pretty <laughs> funny, because Andrea, my wife, was on the show for briefly. People like her, too. Yeah. We should have her on a couple times. Every so often. Hmm. Anyway, Chris uh, also wrote to us and said, oh, this is a different Chris. I got two Chris's here. So I'm going to read the Chris that's related to the, to this topic, and then we'll move on to the other Chris, who's the actual donor. Okay. Chris said, Frank and Dan, I'm just finishing up episode 150, and you guys are hilarious. I started listening at the gym, but decided I should come home and share a virtual drink with you. I don't want to give a potential potentially bad health advice but i think it would be okay if you did this more often in moderation of course oh yeah happy birthday and thanks for producing such a consistently entertaining and unexpectedly informative show huh well i think you should expect to be informed chris (laughs) that's kind of what we do anyway uh thanks for that uh we had a lot of people other people write in if we didn't get to your email about it just know that all right we get it you like us drunk yeah we'll do it again someday someday Maybe, I, I maybe, maybe a regular at, thing. No, but maybe at number, you know, number two hundred. You guys might have to wait a year. Yeah. Or how long? How long was your afternoon nap? The oh, after the it was like an hour. An hour. It oh, wasn't okay. much, but it made me late. But you conked out. And... <laughs> yeah, it made me late to your to your party. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, this is from the other Chris, who's the new donor. Um, mm. He said, uh, "Hi, Frank and Dan. I'm listening to your podcast, Can of Worms." Uh, that was two shows ago? I think so, something like that. Uh, and just heard the segment on communion and infectious diseases. 
I wonder if you are aware of the church's accommodations for members with celiac disease. Mm. Answer, they don't really have one. Rude. Everybody has to eat the wheat crackers. I guess celiac disease counts as genetic excommunication. <laughs> wow. Cute. Caveat, they do allow only they do allow wine only communion, uh, but the use of a shared cup may result in gluten contamination from other parishioners' lips. My god. So, yeah. If you have uh, celiac, that's God telling you, fuck off. Yeah. I'm done with you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Or, or it's God saying, I'm going to kill you slowly using my own flesh and blood. Because mm-hmm. that's what that is. Drink. Eat me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, do we have any more voicemails? Or we should do I have go more on? voicemails. Yeah, do another yeah. voicemail. Um, here is a response to the audio that we played last week. Oh, yeah. Hi, Frank. Hi, Dan. Jim from Washington. Just listen to uh, Pat Robertson's comments about um, tax breaks or handouts or not handouts, but I think he missed the important part of the equation. If you're not paying taxes and you're receiving the services the government provides without paying for them, that is the handout, Pat. You ignorant old fuck. Thank you. <laughs> Well said. Let's just in, move on. Indeed. We agree. <laughs> Strange that in our in our state last week we didn't like make all of those salient points that yeah, we, that we yeah. probably should have. And call him an ignorant fuck. Somehow we missed everything. <laughs> right, right. You'd think that much we could get done. <laughs> all right. And then uh this is actually um um someone calling in about um some stuff that happened on the Facebook page, our Facebook page. Correct. Hi, um, I saw your post about circumcision on the Facebook page and made the mistake of responding that it's an okay thing to do or not to do. I had forgotten what a contentious topic it can be. In a matter of hours, I'd received quite a few serious threats, insults, and attacks, including people saying I should have my own leaf bits cut off. I'm not uneducated or lazy or dealing with doctors in the pockets of pharmaceutical companies, and it's disingenuous, although certainly dramatic, to equate male and female circumcision. I guess my point is that as parents, we make decisions for our kids all the time. To the people who think circumcision is child abuse, I'm sorry you feel that way. We do the best we can with the best science available. I've also been told I don't love my kids if I feed them non-organic vegetables and that I'm causing my kids mental anguish by making them sit in a five-point harness car seat past the age of four. I'm sure there are listeners who've been told they're abusing their own children by not raising them to follow God. Do they really want to be on the other side of that, being horrible to someone who just said it's okay to make your own decision based on science and personal experience? So I'd say, congrats on the baby. Have an open mind. Talk to doctors. If you decide to circumcise, make sure you have a very experienced doctor, one who uses anesthetics. Just don't take abuse either way. Thanks for listening. I love you guys. Well, thank you for yeah. for that. Uh, what a what a what a thoughtful, uh, meaning thought out uh, uh, voicemail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I do want to say, you know, if you're on our our page, yeah, it's not a good place for trolling. Yeah. Fuck you guys if you troll our page. Yeah, no You know kidding. what I mean? Like, we're all a community here, and we're all, we're you know, we're here to support each other. And if we have differing opinions, fantastic. Uh-huh. There's never a problem with that. But this is, but our page is not a place for abuse. It is not a place for 
It is a place for well-reasoned arguments. It is a place for opinion if you want to put opinion there, but know that it's just your opinion. Mm. Uh, and and don't you know what? We if things get bad, we will start kicking people off the page. That's true. Hmm. We may have mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. Um, on the topic of circumcision, though, uh, I wanted to say you know I I posted one small thing on that thing on that thread before it got really out of control. Uh-huh. That just said that uh, my position is that is that I am against circumcision. Hmm. Uh, and and you what was it? You and I had started to have a discussion. Do you want to do you want to talk about well, circumcision a little I, bit? Just briefly. I guess I have no strong feelings either way concerning male circumcision. Hmm. Um, I uh, like I, I I think that personally I would not choose to have a male a male child uh, circumcised. Um, I don't. But again, I just I don't I don't feel harmed for my circumcision right right and uh so i don't know like i i really have a hard time you know i i i'm familiar enough with the arguments on both sides of it i just i just don't have any really strong feelings i i I, guess i I, I just i and and because i don't have any strong feelings i think you just go with the status quo which is get as foreskin yeah, I, I yeah I think so, your your kid's intact right. as it he is. Come, he, this is how he came. I don't have any feelings either way. Keep Le- it. Leave him. Yeah, yeah. I I guess I do have pretty strong feelings about it. I hmm. do feel that that circumcision is I think morally questionable. I think if if we didn't have a, a tradition of doing it in this in this country in this society, and if we and if there weren't religious. Uh, sort of traditions backing it up i think people would find it horrific if it if someone just came to us and there was no tradition of circumcision ever and someone said hey i've got an idea let's do this i think we would all be horrified Hmm. i think we would i think if we didn't understand it already as being normal it would be the it would be at some point it came around and was new yeah but that was back i I mean i mean that was back in in abraham's time the West wasn't. I mean, you go to Europe, men aren't circumcised at the same rate that they are in no, the United no. States. No, I mean it was lar- it was largely the tradition was carried on by the Jews since Abraham, right? Uh, but it but has been. That doesn't explain why a largely Christian nation, um, or a, right. a Christian largely made up of Christian people, right? Yeah, uh, uh, goes about circumcising the vast majority of their young young men no but but that's neither here nor there to my argument which is just that if you look at it objectively without any without right, you were saying that if it came along and was brand new right. we would all be horrified well i'm saying it was brand new to american parents at one point but a generation of doctors argued for it and therefore but it still existed out there i'm saying if it had never existed and modern society someone suggested this we would all, i i maintain we would all be horrified oh, okay. by it and right. i maintain that we should all be horrified by it because when it comes right down to it at its very base on the face of it it is a mutilation of a child and a child that does not need to be mutilated mm-hmm. for any reason mm-hmm. and i and i and i don't actually believe i agree with our caller that it is disingenuous to compare it to uh, female circumcision, the way that it's done, 
is is horrific. I mean, generally, female circumcision is done in uh, in Africa, in countries in Africa, and it's done in a horrific way. And it's done with razor blades, and it's done when they're older, when the girls are older, so they they can they you know they have memories of it that are much worse, and all that sort of thing. But in the end, it is mutilation of a child's genitals, and I just I I don't think that yeah, that's but, an entirely I mean, disingenuous comparison. Right, but it it is. I mean, it is different. I mean, it is totally different. I, and in in how it's performed, I'm saying the thing itself. Well, but it it leaves the woman uh, usually completely incapable of enjoying sex, and that's part of the point. Besides exerting control and power <laughs> over that that woman, it 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 destroys her her ability to you know well it destroy it, it it's the removal of her clitoris yeah so the the thing that feels the most amount of uh you, you know has the most nerve endings etc yeah it doesn't destroy her ability to enjoy sex well i think that that's an extreme position i mean she still has a vagina she's still you <laughs> okay. know so right anyway but- we don't know enough about this to really get we we shouldn't get too deep into the into the specifics of it because we're not doctors and we're not right sex sex experts or sex experts, but there you go. <clears throat> anyway, th- those are just a few thoughts and feelings. Uh, thanks for for chiming in though. What was her name? Did she say her name? Um, the name was I don't remember. caller. Thanks yeah. for chiming in, caller. We really appreciate it. Um. Amy wrote into us, hi, Frank and Dan, I'm currently listening to the most recent podcast, and you just read an email from Janie about being sworn in for court and having to say under God. Uh, she, to remind our listeners, she, was, she hadn't had to do that. She was concerned that she would have to do that mm, okay. uh, after uh, our article uh, or our story about um, the airman who was trying to get sworn back into the U S air force without saying under God in the, or without saying, uh, so help me God in the, mm-hmm. ble- in, in his, uh, vow oath. oath. That's the one. <clears throat> um, I don't know the actual law says Amy, but, uh, I did serve on a jury this past winter in California. And when they swore in any witnesses, it was up to the witness to say, so help me God. Hmm. Uh, there were a few that said it and a few that didn't. There was there also wasn't any Bible or book for the witness to set their hand over. Hmm. The witnesses were just asked to raise their right hand and repeat the oath. Just thought that would she would share her experience with the topic. Uh, thank you for uh, for that, Amy. Did you have any other? Uh... No, that's it. Okay, I got them all played. Uh, so again, thanks again to Chris and uh, to Megan. Chris is now a subscriber, a monthly subscriber to the podcast. Megan has contributed a one-time donation. Um, well, thank you very much. We guys. really appreciate both of that. If you guys want to contribute to our efforts here, please go to our webpage, thankgodimatheist.com, and click on the support tab. Indeed. All right. Well, uh, let's let's move on to you know what we want to talk about today. The whole uh, us. Yeah. Why? It's what we want to talk about every why? day. Us. <laughs> why? Why do we do it, Dan? Yes, it's true. We're not making money at this. Nope. Uh, you know, despite uh, asking for donations, so far we have not even paid ourselves a single penny. No. For this. Um, so. So why do we get on the horn weekly and uh, sit in front of these microphones and and put stuff together? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) And there you have it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Well, Well, 
I mean, why, why, why early on? Like, because I think it's different now than it was. When I think we first it is. Started. Absolutely. Uh, you know, so I started the blog, the mm-hmm. Thank God I'm Atheist blog, many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, just with the idea that I, I, I had a lot of, you know, I, 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 I just wanted a voice in the, uh, in the community. Not a, I wanted to share my thoughts about it. I thought I could be humorous, and I thought that. It was something, you know, I I saw how prevalent religion was in my country and in my community, mm. and I wanted to offer an alternate voice to that. Mm. So that's why I started it. I was not well-versed in the atheist community at that time. I didn't, I you know, if I knew big names like Dawkins and Hitchens, but yeah. if you had asked me about, you know, some of the, some of the, the people who are now considered... I would say luminaries in our yeah, in our movement. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily have known who they were. Yeah, but I just wanted to. It was just something that I wanted to start up, and then you and I started to do this podcast. Like, you know, I had start. I had wanted to do a podcast for a while, and and we even made an attempt at one point, and it it kind of fizzled. Yeah, I don't know where 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 what what were you thinking when when we started this thing? We're both media people. Yeah, well, for me, I. There, there was a certain appeal to, um, and to be honest, to be completely honest, uh, there was a, a technical appeal. Mm. Um, I wanted to get into a record, recording studio and work on certain recording skills. Sure. Uh, and so there was an appeal. I didn't know if we would, you know, last. I didn't know how long we would last sure. doing it. I honestly didn't think we would make a year. Right. You know, I really yeah. didn't. I figured we would probably go at it for six months or so and then, you know, just be like, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, I mean, that was a big part of it for me. But there was also, you know, clearly I've I've been atheist for a long time and I have things to say on the topic. And and uh, and I and I did. I do remember having a strong connection with the idea of trying to present something that that was an alternative to the angry atheist Mm. trying to just have fun. Yeah. And I don't know that we would have been able to completely even articulate it back then that it it was, you know, that that, that it was this angry atheist thing that we were trying to do something different then. But I know I just wanted to be fun and be atheist and be light and, uh, and just have a good time with it. Yeah, and what ended up happening uh, as we as we launched into this was that you know people a people started listening, yeah, which is cool, yeah, and then we started hearing from you guys, and it, there was this whole sense of like community, and people started like really connecting to what we were doing, and we felt connected to you guys, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, and and that's kind of that's kind of been a driving force for me now is that I feel like I'm part of this amazing sort of back and forth with yeah. with you know with my countrymen and and people outside of our country too like hearing from people in Sweden and Australia yeah, and fun. Germany and it's you nice. know Panama and stuff it, it it all sort of blends together into this amazing connective uh thing that we have with you guys yeah and i feel like you know it's 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 connected me also very it, it keeps in my mind the uh 
the the issues that are faced because now I suddenly realize that there's this quiet quiet issue that's facing our country that's facing our societies right now and that is that is the thing of religion where we don't hear that much about we hear I mean if you watch Fox News you hear about it all the time that, that I mean it's now it's now become this thing of like atheists are the big enemies and blah 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 right. but you know it, it's it's becoming clear that we need to have our voices out there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. That that uh, there is a war on Christmas happening, but it's a war. But Christmas launched the first shot, fired the first shots, <laughs> and we need to be we need to be ready. We need to be vocal. Yeah. It is the it is time. Yeah. For uh for for the atheist, not revolution, but the you know the atheist. Uh, it's a it's a moment for. It's an atheist movement. An atheist civil rights slash uh, uh, call to reason. It doesn't feel like a civil rights type thing to me. I don't feel deprived of of rights that we need to fight for. Yeah, but you don't live in the South. Mm, That's that's why it's more. It's a social movement. It's not. It's not. I don't feel like what laws do we need to specifically change? We need to enforce the laws that are on the books. Right. And if there is some locality that has, you know, some, you know, screwy law, well, we fix that. But it's not our nation that needs fixing. Well, it's, but, but it's then, the society that needs fixing. Well, but what I guess what I'm saying is that right now the pendulum is swinging so far that uh, a lot of uh, mostly conservative um, politicians are, are, are running on a, on a ticket of let's get God back into the schools. Let's get God back into, oh, yeah. the, into government. Let's yeah. get God everywhere. So we need, so in that sense, I feel yeah. like there it's is a political a, movement. There it's is a, a rights movement. movement. You yeah. know, there are people being denied uh, entrance into, you know, it, if, it, if, if Muslims aren't going to be allowed into a gun club today, you can bet atheists aren't far behind. I, I just and the other thing is that we need to be fighting for the rights of the Muslims as much as we are for ourselves. I'm so that's the civil rights con, con context. Uh, the civil rights thing is about making sure that our rights are protected. But then there, but I think you're right. The more important thing is this is 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 this beautiful atheist call to reason, this social movement, where we're asking society. Hey, you know, we we need to be looking to science and we need to be looking to reason and we need to stop looking to supernatural help because even if it if God exists, we need to be fending for ourselves down here. Mm. So mm-hmm. I think I think that that's kind of where we want and we want we want to lend our voices to that to that uh movement, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. And having a good time. And having a good time, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which is why we need you know, we need to do another meetup. Is what we need to do. We do need to do another meetup. Um, um, we'll figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, having fun uh, connecting with you people, it it's, it it makes it so worthwhile for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, and eventually, we do hope to get paid for this. It would be nice eventually if you guys. Uh, uh, if you guys feel like uh, this is something that's worthwhile, a, a contribution is certainly uh, a contribution helpful. is great. But if you have any ideas, mm. like as far as like how we can actually make money, yeah, launch this know. into a and in, take this to the another level. Yeah, that would be nice too. Like if I don't know, somebody knows someone. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, we, we the reason that we now, mind you, the, we're not just sort of begging for a handout. What we would like to be able to do is uh, is to make this a primary source of income, 
so that we can devote more time, devote more effort, yeah. and create some, you know, create some videos, create, you know, do things like travel again, because I think that that was a really cool thing to do. Mm -hmm. We want to do all of that stuff, uh, so we can't do it uh, just on our own. We do need help with that, but hopefully we, hopefully, I, I really, you know, whether you guys contribute or not, I, hopefully we're providing a service. Well, I think so. I mean, we want to keep you guys informed. I know that mo we know that a lot of you guys don't have time to scour the internet for these stories that we scour the internet for. Yeah. So, uh, so you know, let that be our job. Hopefully, we have we entertain you along the way, and then uh, you know you you're informed. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, well, did, did we actually think say we, anything? I think we said. I think we said plenty. We said a few things. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for uh, participating in this experiment with us. Mm -hmm. We really appreciate that. If yeah. you uh, if you want to participate even deeper, you can join the conversation by uh, writing to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Right. Or you can go onto the Facebook page uh, run by that lovely Mackenzie lady. She's uh, <laughs> She does a fantastic job. That's uh, facebook.com slash TGIatheist. And, of course, thank you to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use their music. All right. Well, uh, y'all have a great week, won't you? <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>